This show is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com. Welcome to I Shouldn't Have to Say This, the podcast where we discuss topics we believe requires critical and nuanced thinking. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at saythiscast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at saythiscast and go to saythiscast.com if you want to hear previous episodes. Hey, party podcast people. Uh, Welcome. Hey. I'm Nicole. I'm joined here today by my co-host. Genre. He hey. said hey. <laughs> he said hey the exact same way the second time. I did. I was re- I was trying really hard to say it the exact same way. Yeah. For it the worked. gag. It was it was a good one. <laughs> um thank you very much. I appreciate it. So today I'm gonna do something a little bit different because we took a break from the podcast and during that break, uh sometimes I go through like these periods of like political metamorphosis or whatever. Um and I think that I went through another one, but it's a weird one because the last time I was like, I want to be pragmatic and I want to move towards socialism in the best way possible. And then I went through another one that was like, socialism is probably not going to happen. And now I'm kind of in a place where I don't see the future getting better <laughs> in my <laughs> lifetime at the very least or the future for our species existing past my lifetime. See, I thought the progression was like, I want socialism to happen. Oh, it's not going to, I don't want to be pragmatic. I like capitalism. <laughs> like, that's the progression. No. You're just well, moving back. Yeah. I mean, we're not, ho- we're not moving back. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. Like living, like just thinking about that, it's just, not gonna happen (laughs) yeah and i've been thinking a lot about how to live with that and how to like move in the world because what i see a lot of the time in my friends and on twitter and just generally is that there are a lot of people who are really struggling with the reality that the that, that things are not going to get better and a lot of people coming to that conclusion and falling into despair to get personal for a second. I mean, I spent a lot a lot of my life kind of despairing about all sorts of different types of shit. Uh, I struggled with uh, depression and then I like figured out enough of my shit to be like off depression meds. But like even then, um, this is like, it's something that I struggle with. But I've like kind of found like this very interesting equilibrium. And so I wanted to talk about that just because I think that um, it's worth talking about. So yeah. All right. Last couple of years have kind of been a practice in learning to live with despair. The week that we're recording this, I have no idea what what like when it will um, release. Bill Cosby went free. Britney Spears' conservatorship was um, maintained as belonging to her thief fucking father. <laughs> yeah. The Supreme Court ruled six three down party lines or ideological lines to uphold the voting restrictions in Arizona with the ruling including that you know if you want to if you want to change the rules that disadvantages people who have a certain type of employment or have certain disadvantages in society that's cool and yeah sometimes that's going to be targeted specifically towards 
uh, people of color, but you know, if there are disparities in wealth, um, too fucking bad. Get fucked. <laughs> I'm not going to say the N word, but, 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 but that's, but that's what they said. <laughs> um, that's basically what they said. That's including base- Clarence Thomas, which no shit. Like who I think just says it just at home with his wife. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just for fun. just some God, really some really bleak shit, and I have not been affected by this bleak shit whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> and just something, just a quick thing about Bill Cosby. Like, I I saw this, and I could all I can totally understand what you're saying about like just being bleak because it's not that the conviction was overturned because of like evidence. Or because of impropriety, or because it was a bad trial and everything. Everything was fine. The trial was fine. Everything was fine. It was because of a technicality presented by the one of the defense lawyers for Trump and his impeachment. Yeah, that's what feels this fucking is just bad about it. A hellscape. This yeah. is a hellscape. <laughs> uh, yeah. Co- this morning, uh, co- or like yesterday, I think. But this morning I found out that the cops blew up like five, like a, a shit a metric shit ton of fireworks and like yeah, a residential area in Los Angeles that injured 16 people. And also they hurt people. Yeah, I, I read a report uh, that 16 people were injured. Let me see this. Uh, yeah, Rutgers reported uh, 16 people were injured. I don't know how badly they were injured. I don't think it was like terrible or else we'd obviously be seeing more of that. Yeah. However, um. I don't know Is if y'all Rutgers? know about this, but because of the inc- the uh, inclement w- weather, uh, I don't know if inclement's the right word. Because of the uh, weather in on the West Coast, um, all of California is a fucking tinderbox. So it's a yeah. fucking miracle that they didn't like set Los Angeles on fire. <laughs> uh, just you know, I don't need to go on. You get the idea. Shit's really bad, and it's been really bad this week. And yet, I find myself in a really fucking good mood for some reason. Um, and I think that I've kind of come to learn how to live with despair and not despair. And I wanted to talk about that for a bit. I wanted to think about it. And that's why I wanted to record this. Because I was always fucking thinking about it all week. Um, so, as a progressive, and as somebody who, like, believes in pushing society forwards past, like, our shit roots, um, my politics are all about optimism and thinking that people are fundamentally collaborative and that we will find a way to move forward. And yet I have never really been a supremely optimistic human being, but I get on this podcast twice a month. And most of the time I talk about the ways in which we could solve an issue or explore an issue that deserves more attention or how we can live better. And when I'm off this podcast, I think a lot about that shit too. And I try to act and support causes that I agree with and, um, organize where I'm able to that effect. And so as I have this super um, pessimistic worldview, how do you maintain the energy to do all of that shit is what I wanted to talk about because um, I realized that I actually do have the energy to do that now. And it's kind of because I realized that um, despair is a worthless emotion 
despair will gut you. It'll make you useless, weak, and it'll put you on your back so you won't be able to get up for, like, anything. It takes everything from you and it leaves you fucking sad and miserable. And, um, you know, as I get older, I'm entirely too old to feel sad and miserable all the time and to be weak and to be useless. And frankly, if you're too deep in the pits of despair, when there's a moment to move or an opportunity to do something right, you're not going to be in the mind space to actually do anything. And that's what I've been thinking about. I don't think that there's any opportunity for us to improve the world substantially right now. I don't think that the Democrats are going to get voting rights uh, legislation passed. I don't think they're going to get statehood for D.C. I really I really feel like the fascists are going to win in 2022 and 2024, and we're going to have to roll the fucking dice on how that's going to go. But at the same time, if there were an opportunity to avert that reality... If I let myself get floored by that, would I be able to pick myself and up and uh, brush myself off and seize that opportunity? And I think that the answer is no. It kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy at that point. So yeah, no despair allowed. <laughs> I do want to say that uh, sometimes people have, have despair, feel despair because of you know, a condition that they have. Like sometimes you can't avoid feeling despair. Yeah. I want to say I feel despair like all health. the time. Yeah. Uh, but you kind of have to like figure out how you're going to get your shit. Like one of the lines that I think really impacts me a lot um, is, you know, I talk to my grandpa sometimes about politics and sometimes at the end of those discussions, well, he'll say, is the do the rent is due on the first <laughs> mm. um which essentially means like you know all of this shit is true and the rent still needs to get paid mm -hmm. um which is kind of you know capitalist hellscape on one side and on the other side it's kind of a reality of the situation um you got two options you can live in the world or you can die and you can choose how you want to live in the world uh, personally, who you surround yourself with, or you can give in to despair. Um, and I do want to say that sometimes despair is unavoidable. Of course it is. Like, both yeah. medically and also just, like, if anybody feels in hope life. right now about shit, I just, I feel like you're in another dimension, like another plane of existence. The only people who should feel hope right now are fascists, and that's not a good thing. I'm not telling anybody what to do. I'm just talking about my experience of like trying to figure out how to get out of the mode of despair and some realizations that were helpful for me in doing that. But I also understand that I'm really harsh on myself. And though it's something that I need to get better at, it's also something that motivates me. So when I tell myself like, okay, you feel sad, you feel despair, you're sad about the state of the world and what can you do about it? And I look at myself and I say absolutely the fuck nothing that I'm not doing right now, that there are two options to go from there and there's like, you know, retreat into yourself and become sad or there's like, go get a milkshake. <laughs> and after a lot of years of, of like curling into the ball and like dying inside a little bit, I, I like decided that like, you know, I'm just going to get the fucking milkshake, man, because I'm not sure what else I can do. 
that that's been really helpful to me. And the other thing is that though I still feel aware of all of the news and I'm still on Twitter, um, there are certain habits that I've tried to develop that make me feel a lot happier, like never posting ever. (laughs) Uh, I never post. Uh, (laughs) And like (laughs) trying not to engage in so much of the shit that's like bad to me. Like one of the things that's kind of awful is that like everything is bad and it's going to be bad for a long time. So rather than being constantly disappointed with it, just kind of like don't. That's what I've been doing. I just like just don't. Yeah. You you want to know what I like over June um I wasn't recording this podcast and my job didn't really need me uh that much. I'm a freelancer so they can do that to me. So I had like no hours and I played all of Mass the Mass Effect trilogy at the end of May, early June. Then I played Dragon Age Origins. Then I played Dragon <laughs> Age Inquisition. Then I played some of Dragon Age 2 and I haven't finished it because God, I fucking hate the combat. And then I played Baldur's Gate 3 and I simped for all of the women. And that restored me to a real person with feelings. <laughs> like I feel it's I feel that? like a bitch who walked through the desert and had a drink of water. <laughs> I simped for all the women and now and that restored me. That's what I got from that. Yeah, I mean true. I mean what I'm trying to say is that like I reconnected with some shit that I really like. I mean it, And that helped it, me be able to like look at all the stuff that's going on and be like hey if all this shit ends tomorrow like you know i could look at myself and i could say you know i did a lot i did as much as i think an individual in society can do i'm not responsible for the rest of these bitches and also i got to play a bunch of cool shit and like do a bunch of shit that I like and like spend time with people that I love. I mean, what you're talking about is just self-care, like in general. Like yeah, the, but like, like healthy self-care. Well, Don't yeah, like but... binge bullshit. Like, <laughs> I think a lot of people get really fucked up with the self-care shit. They're like, I'm gonna give myself self-care. So I'm gonna spend like 82 hours watching Netflix and not showering and also not moving. And also um, I'm still gonna sc- doom scroll on Twitter. <laughs> like self I know, but people don't know how to do self care. Uh, I mean, oh, the self care is just something that restores you, like like you said, like yeah, something like if if you know what, if watching eighty two hours of of Netflix restores you, then that would be self care. Don't do things that make you feel like shit so much. Exactly, that's not self care. (laughs) Like people, but um. It's it's just the like the that weight on your on your chest like that despair because especially the people that you know listen to us for the most part uh we are we try to be connected we try to keep up with what's going on in the world we we try to educate ourselves about um different events and different movements or or whatever uh different things happening in politics and that can really weigh on you because it sucks and it's good to know all that stuff 
but it's also good like if you have issues with despair if you have issues with like depression or or something like that you also need to temper that and find some strategies that help you you know if you simp on women and that restores you then that's great <laughs> you should do that all the time yeah <laughs> just make a list of women that that would be you'd like to step on you that's that's great okay so just for the record <laughs> that's not really this <laughs> None of the sorry. women that I simped for would step on me except for Isabel. There you go. <laughs> From Dragon Age 2. She Listen, would definitely step on me. I know you. I knew there were at least one woman <laughs> that you would but, say that about. <laughs> but, but it's just one. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but essentially, but, uh, yeah, essentially what I'm trying to say is that like... I feel like we're going to have to deal with a sense of despair for a long time. And I think that a lot of the times people with like collaborative views of politics kind of take responsibility for all of society. Like I know that I, when I see people not getting like the vaccination numbers, I'm like, why is my society so bad at this? Why does my society not want to fucking live? What can I do to help my society? And all the fuck I can do is like, ask my sister-in-law like what she knows about the vaccine and then tell people the accurate information that helps them make the decision to get the vaccine yeah and then i can get vaccinated myself and then i can wear a mask when i'm inside that's it that's all you can do and even if that doesn't move the needle at all the the fact of the matter is um let's say the world doesn't end for a second mm -hmm. would you be satisfied with the way that you spent your life is i guess the way that i would pose it to everyone and that's a question that i asked myself i'd be like no because i spent a lot of fucking time being sad and thinking about how i can like reach outside of myself and do shit and i think that that's important work but also um i need to have some fucking fun man <laughs> yeah uh and i think that we all deserve some fun and that's what like the and also to give ourselves permission to not take full ownership of the behavior of our fellow man. And maybe that's what I'm trying to get at here is that like, do what you can, but like there's despair in realizing that what you can do isn't enough, but also that frees you a little bit. Do what you can. It's not enough, but also you should be living for your own self and your community. And as long as you're doing right by that, you're doing about as good as you can as an individual human being. So, yeah. And my mom used to say, uh, like, when I, like, if I was upset that I wasn't doing, like, up to what I wanted to do, like, in school or, or whatever, like, I, I just can't, like, I would get into this spiral where I was like, I can do better, I can do more. And, and then she would say, uh, did you do your best? Yes. Did you try your best? Yes. Well, that's what you can do. Yeah. You can't do more than your best. That's, yeah. That's it. So do What's... what you can. Like, when I'm trying to combat despair, I try to, one, yes, definitely have fun. And two, think about like what I can do, but within reason, like I can't save the world, but can I try to make something that will affect people and, and hopefully change their minds? Yes, I can do that. And I can try my best to do that. 
And that helps me like making this podcast helps me with my despair about the world. So finding something that that restores you or or makes you feel good about what about life, then that's something that can push back on that. Yeah. And we can all recognize our positions in the world as being, you know, individually significant and collectively insignificant. And we can all do our best and try and affect others to do their best. But at the end of the day, um, we can only control our fucking selves. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's about it. And I think that that's a freeing sentiment. It When I fully understood that, or at least I think I fully understand that. My parents have been telling me that for years. And I've just been like, yeah, but like, what happens if I could convince other people? It's like, sometimes they're not going to be convinced. And I'm like, but what happens if I tried even harder? <laughs> like, like, um, it's not it's not always going to be possible sometimes sometimes we've reached the ceiling of what we can accomplish um and one day uh i'll look back and i'll say i've i did what the fuck i was obviously able to do um and at least i can say that i did that and yeah. you know for better or worse i fucking did some stuff <laughs> i affected the world <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's the epitaph. That's that's uh that's that's what's gonna go on your obituary. I did. <laughs> I did what stuff. the fuck I could do. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually put it on my gravestone. <laughs> put it yeah. on my tombstone. We're done. <laughs> Anyways, that's also the episode. I got nothing else. This was just a short one because I have to record something. Um, and oh I have nothing. Like I tell you, I try to think of politics, and I'm just like, damn, Shadowheart just has boundaries and the people hate her for it <laughs> the girls are sick because shadowheart doesn't tell her the, their whole life story the second you ask her for it the hell's a shadowheart shadowheart is a character in Baldur's gate 3 sexy oh health, my god sexy half elf who worships char okay. okay thanks everybody <laughs> So we would like to talk to you now about how you can support the show. If you love the show, if you want us to improve and everything, then how you, dear listener, can support. I shouldn't have to say this. Nicole, how can we do that? Well, um, you can do that in a few ways. Number one, um, super easy. If you're not following us on Twitter, you can follow us at Say This Cast. Or to financially contribute to our uh, well-being, you can go to Patreon slash Say This Cast. Is that right? It's Patreon.com slash Say This Cast. Yes. Or you can go to our coffee. Same thing. Say This Cast. The links will be in the description. Please pay us. I'm very hungry. Will you, <laughs> won't you feed my dog Nora? She's very hungry. <laughs> We're well fed, by the way. Don't worry about it if you don't have a baby. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just in a really good mood. Damn. Good. <laughs> so Patreon.com slash say this cast. Help Nicole stay in a good mood by paying us, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't enjoy the rest know. of the show. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to talk about 
some happy things and maybe some things that push against that despair that we were talking about in the first half of the show. Nicole, what is making you happy right now? Um, a lot of shit. I'm just, I'm a happy bitch this week and I've got <laughs> no idea why. But um, I found this really sweet game called um, SNKRX. Um, not going to try and pronounce that, but it's on a, it's a, like a little $3 game. It's on Steam and on mobile devices. Um, and basically it's a snake, but you, um, it has like auto battler roguelike things so like you use different like classes and you can fight like little it's little lot it's very interesting you should go and look at it because i'm not going to do a proper job of explaining it let me read the description to you snkrx is an arcade shooter roguelike where you control a snake of heroes that automatically attack nearby enemies combine different heroes to unlock class bonuses and create unique builds and steer your unstoppable party as they ravage through endless (laughs) waves of enemies um and the and the soundtrack is by cubby and it fucking slaps and it's just really fun and satisfying to play and it's three dollars which is incredibly cheap and it's a really good value it's one of the best value games that i've bought in a really long time um and i think that everybody should play it because it's fucking cheap as shit and you have a device that plays it so get out there and get it weird it's super cool oh god it's so much easy all right well it's crazy good snickers SNKRX. All right. Snigger. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) No. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) Wait, that's why I didn't want to pronounce it because it has a lot of the same sounds. And you did it, so I had to say it. (laughs) My God. All right. Um, (laughs) I apologize. Do you really? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> All right. My thing is, so I have uh, a few of my favorite games, um, like uh, Hollow Knight and Ori, uh, the Ori series, Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori in the Will, Will of the Wisps. Excellent Metroidvania games. And uh, also Destiny. Um, they, <laughs> I keep seeing plushies for these games. They're plushies. Now, yeah, like stuffed animals, like of the characters. And my willpower broke. So I now have a, a plushie of the Hollow Knight and of Ori, like sitting next to me. And they are cute as all shit. And I'm really happy that, like, I spent like 30 bucks on them each and they're just really quality. Like, I would give one of them to a small child to be their best friend forever but not these because they're fucking mine (laughs) (laughs) mine it's so cool so uh i got those two and destiny is um this season they have uh one of the characters like some of the aliens that you're fighting there's one faction that um don't want to fight and they want to join join up with you and so they have all these refugees and some some of them have their their babies so they're like 
<laughs> these grenade baby wear, yeah they they wear them they wear them like bandoliers like <laughs> like all these hatchlings and they're gonna release one as a plushie and i'm gonna buy the shit out of it um and it's it's just it's just really cool uh, i like i'm i'm thinking about putting them up on a shelf for display or something i don't know but they're really they're they're really great i got them from fan gamer uh, fangamer.com i can post uh, a couple links in the description if you want to check it out they have uh a bunch of stuff like for like katamari damacy and like um they got it's high quality shit i got a coloring book for stardew valley a long time ago yeah it's really they really do a great job with their stuff so yeah fan fan gamer so yeah it, it, it's really great <laughs> so um i even posted pictures of them on my twitter Mm -hmm. so that's really cool anyway (laughs) thanks for listening to this uh, cracked out episode of what Mm? oh also sorry really quick Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. as soon as i mentioned snkrx the soundtrack started going in my fucking head that's how good it is i've been thinking about it all (laughs) fucking week that soundtrack fucking go get it three dollars <laughs> that is one of the, like one of the hallmarks of a really good game is if you hear the soundtrack in your head when you're not playing it and you aren't annoyed mm-hmm. like i'm playing uh crosscode now right now it is good excellent. fucking game god it's excellent and horrible the music on is... switch <laughs> yeah i don't yeah i'm playing on a pc and it's amazing right it wants mouse controls really badly what you say it wants mouse controls really badly it actually i'm playing it on with a with an xbox 360 controller oh really yeah Mm. um the aiming is kind of weird but anyway like the the my big point is like the music is really really good and uh the 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 best video game music is music that you can listen to on loop for hours uh, and if you ever ha- if you ever run into a game that has that, then you've run into a classic. So <laughs> usually, anyway, uh, thanks so, so much for listening to our episode of I Shouldn't Have to Say This. We put our episodes out twice a month, um, and we are coming up on our second anniversary. Crazy. <laughs> Oh right, our anniversary episode. Holy shit! Yeah, we we um we started this in late August, uh, a couple of years ago, and we're and we're still going, and I'm really happy about that. So, uh, stay tuned for that episode. But um, every two weeks, go to saythiscast.com to listen to our past episodes, find links to uh, subscribe on any of your services or anything. Um, like Nicole said, follow us, say this cast um on twitter uh and nicole you said you're not posting stuff but where can people find you online anyway let's just say that you can find me on jack of three trades um on twitter uh it's three is in the number and um the thing that i can promise you and by promise i mean not really is that i am working (laughs) i am writing many articles about all of my video game feelings um and maybe they'll make it on their way there um, by way of my blog, 
which I'm not going to tell you about because it hasn't been updated in years. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, where can they find you, Jonra? Um, well, you can find me on Twitter at Press Start Lock. Uh, I do post a lot, and I get it. Get into very stuff much with, uh, arguments. Oh yeah, uh, I get into arguments sometimes on Twitter. Um, sometimes just because I'm bored, and sometimes because it's fun, and sometimes because I think I might be able to contribute something. Who knows? You said you but... got time today. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, check. You can check that out. I post a lot about politics obviously but also comics video games um just anything that i wanders into this empty head of mine all of the music on our show is by mustin you can go to store.mustinenterprises.com that's m-u-s-t-i-n and check out all of his awesome music i shouldn't have to say this is a member of the planetside podcast network to learn more go to planetsidepodcasts.com What a chaotic episode. <laughs> I was like waiting for you. <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> What's uh, I happening? Was, I was, what was I looking at? I was on my phone. I was looking at this, uh, this video that sent me that I think she wanted to say applied to me, but it, I think it was Cowboy Bebop abridged. <laughs> and essentially, um, oh Homeboy was just talking about how he wanted a woman to make him his bitch uh, or her bitch. That doesn't apply to me. <laughs> I, I don't know why everybody thinks that applies to me. Did I like <laughs> everybody? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> How did this happen? <laughs>